Welcome everybody to the Stitch and Hustle podcast show. My name is Jacob with Leathercraft Nation. Today we're going to be talking about tips for balancing your work, your life, while having a side hustle. So we're going to jump right into it, starting out with you got to set clear goals and priorities. So if you're getting into a side hustle and you're working a full-time job, definitely stick around. We're going to be going over some things I think that could help you out. Could set a path, set a vision to help you succeed. So when I'm talking about setting clear goals and priorities, what do you want to make? What do you want to sell? Are you a woodworker? Are you wanting to make cutting boards? Well, how many cutting boards? What style of cutting boards? Do you want to engrave them? Do you want to get into the laser side of it? You know, I did woodworking. I transitioned to leathercraft. But a lot of this stuff applies to any side hustle. It's definitely not just one type of niche. So don't think that, you know, it can't be applied to anything that you're wanting to make. you got to have your priorities and goals set. You got to know exactly what you want to make. So right now it's leathercraft for me. So I could have gone into tooling. I could have gone into belt handbags. There's so many different things, but you really got to dial it down. So for me, I dialed it down to small goods. I dialed it down to, uh, wallets, smaller wallets, keychains, everyday carry type of stuff, mainly because I'm using the laser. I don't do tooling, but there's a lot of people out there that, that really like that. So if that is your goal to do tooling, definitely go for it. You know, be very specific what you want to make. Set clear goals. And then once you set that, prioritize it. Understand what products you're going to sell, what products you're just flat out not going to sell. Because one thing that once people see that, oh yeah, you're a woodworker. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I know you do cutting boards, but could you make me a dining room table with six chairs? Oh, and uh, I want an epoxy table at that. And you've never touched epoxy in your life. Like, no, I'm, I'm stepping back, you know. I'm really niching down to to cutting boards or whatever whatever you're wanting to make. Don't go outside your goals just starting out. You're going to get burnout. You want to stick with what you know and what you're willing to do at the very beginning. If you go too broad, I promise you getting burnout can happen sooner. <clears throat> the next thing, guys is your time. I understand not everybody works just 40 hours. I understand people work 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week. You have to prioritize your time. And to go with that, you have to prioritize your money, your budget. You have to decide, okay, is my lifestyle that I have where I have to work more hours, I have to get more money, taking away from the time that I could be using to build my side hustle. 
You had to be thinking about that. Can you trim the fat? Do you need to go to Starbucks every day? Do you need Netflix? Maybe not. Maybe so. These are questions that you got to ask yourself. Is it worth putting in the extra time for my 9 to 5 job? Which it, it ends up being a 9 to 9 job. You're working 12 hours a day. Is it worth working those extra hours when you could dial back your lifestyle, take away a little bit, and work on your side hustle that could potentially turn into something that pays more than the extra hours that you're working at your job? Again, these are questions that you've got to ask yourself. Everybody's going to be different. And I'm not telling you, if you're in a financial strain, I'm definitely not telling you to dial it back down where you can't feed yourself, feed your family. But maybe if you put a little bit of time in other areas, it doesn't have to be a lot, guys. This is my side hustle. I'm just sharing what I'm going through. And I only put in an hour a day, if that. Sometimes it's 30 minutes. Sometimes I don't even get to it. Or if I have a day off, I try to prioritize my videos, my content, my projects. I try to like batch out what I can, you know, within one day or two if I have a couple days off, which I'm very blessed and fortunate to have days off. But maybe even if you have one day off, you can hustle, you can make videos, you can batch them out and then distribute that throughout the week. And that's got to be part of your planning. The other thing is how much time are we spending on social media? And granted, you do spend time like right now, if you're on, you're listening, you're learning, I hope. If you are, you'll definitely hit that like button. Maybe hit that follow button. But how much time are you dedicating to social media? They say that on average, a person will spend over 24 hours a day. Or 20, I'm sorry, 24 hours a month on social media. That could be good and that could be bad. If you aren't using that time to learn and grow and you're just spending the 24 hours scrolling through TikTok, scrolling through YouTube reels and you're not getting any value, you're just doing it for the scroll, you're not getting anything. Truth That Travels, how's it going? I appreciate you joining um, but you've got to understand that you've got to utilize the time that you have. If you're trying to create a side hustle, if you're trying to get on social media and grow a following, you can't get home from work and just sit down. You can't just turn on the TV. You know, don't get me wrong. I got my shows that I like to watch here and there, but you going back to that first setting your clear goals, setting your priorities. 
But if your priority is to come home, sit down on the couch, turn the TV on, flip through the channels, then you really got to evaluate whether or not having a side hustle, having a following is really one of your pri- priorities, excuse me, or if it's just a hobby. I'm not talking about a hobby here. If you want a hobby, that's great. But I'm talking about someone that wants to make a little extra money. It might not be that I want to quit my job tomorrow. You know, it may be just, hey, I want to make an extra 100 bucks this month and, and grow and see that growth. And if it blows up overnight, you got to be prepared for that. It can happen. But maybe all you want to do is just a little bit extra. Whether you want to apply it towards you know, your, your bills, food, or maybe you just want to go out and you know, go out, take your significant other on a nice date. You know, I know a hundred bucks doesn't go very far, you know, these days, uh, eating out, but I promise you, like if you're really dedicated, you set your priorities. Once you see that, Hey, you know, people are sharing my content. They like it. They're reaching out, they're buying and you're thinking, Hey, this, this could turn into something. So next up is you got to take care of yourself. I know that sounds cheesy, but you got to. And sometimes I fall short on this myself. You know, it, it can be a toll on you to work your full-time job, especially if you're working 50, 60, 70 hours a week and you're trying to cram in just an extra three or four hours a week for your side hustle. I get it. I know exactly what it's like to work a full-time job come home, take care of your family, and then work on your side hustle. It's not easy. It's not not going to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Not everybody does it. But it can be done. Everybody can do it. It's just not everybody has the willpower, in my opinion, to do it. But they can. You know, how much sleep are you getting? You know, I don't get a lot of sleep. You know, it's... uh, it's this joke of, you know, I'll catch up with it on the weekends or the days off. You know, are you exercising? I fall short on that too. So if you're doing it, great. I need to get to it. But stuff like that, that when you're not taking care of yourself, you don't have the energy and you're not pushing forward, it makes it really difficult to have the energy to get off the couch. Yes, truth that travels. Play, I do play frisbee with uh, with Cubs. So, you know that that's my that's my exercise. Uh, it's not a whole lot, but that's my exercise. That's uh, that's my hobby. Um, because anybody that's working on a side hustle, you know, you got your day job. You got your side hustle. Your side hustle is not your hobby. You got to find something else to take your mind away from that, at least for a little bit. So like for me, yeah, playing Frisbee golf is, it's like the escape from 
from the the regular job and the side hustle. So, uh, so I do, you say I do uh, a little yoga here and and then that's it. You know, I I have I think I need to try some yoga. Um, Cub keeps talking about it, just something to relax, you know, because uh, because uh, yeah, you know, I know work can be stressful, life can be stressful, you know, we just got to take care of ourselves, you know, easier said than done, I know. The other thing we need to do is we got to build some type of support system. And when I say build a support system, I I get it. You know, it's good to have your know, friends and family that they say, "Hey, I support you," or they they like or share. But honestly, you've got to find someone that either can mentor you that is going through it as a content creator or has uh gone through it or even someone that's the same level like hey yo let's let's hold each other accountable like you know hey i posted a few videos what did you do yo oh you didn't hey get up (laughs) go go to your garage go to your room go walk around make some videos talk about something it doesn't have to be hard. We don't have to constantly be talking about the exact niche that we're in. There can be something surrounding that. It could be, hey, yo, uh, I just want to talk about you know, certain tools that you might get. Like You don't have to show the project. It doesn't always have to be a project that you're doing. You know... They say education on social media is supposed to be like a multi-billion dollar industry here in the next few years. So why not tap into that if you're willing to show someone? And I'm all about showing someone how to make what I make. Because there's no secret. I'm not trying to hide anything. You know, it's real easy to learn how to make wallets and leather goods. But, but yeah, build a support system. Find someone that can help you out, that you can talk to. Maybe even once you get to so many followers on YouTube or so many followers on TikTok that you start to have some collapse. And believe you me, if you find someone with a thousand followers on TikTok that can go live and you're still small and I consider myself small compared to a lot of creators you can set some type of collab up or you know just talk like it doesn't have to be hey I want to do this real elaborate video just get on there and be like hey let's talk for 30 minutes let's you know let's bounce ideas off let's share our experience and then you guys set boundaries you've got to understand and i talked about this a little bit on your priorities you've got to understand what you're willing to do how you're going to balance your time 
don't do everything. If you make jewelry, make jewelry. If someone reaches out and says, hey, do you do handbags or any type of you know, apparel, you know, it might be more beneficial to outsource some things. Um, it might be beneficial to have some type of affiliate marketing with Amazon or other companies where you can show people products that you trust, that you've tried, and you get a kickback from those companies. Be careful with that. Don't just have anything and promote everything. Be very specific about, you know, you don't want to make jewelry and then you're promoting you know, something that has nothing to do with that niche. So think about that, you know, when you're getting everything together. But work-life balance, family, whatever you got going on, it can put a strain on you. You know, if you're going out on the weekends, going to the movies, you know, you might have to pick and choose and be like, hey, yeah, it's great to go out with friends but this isn't, at least for me, it's not for a short-term goal or a short-term investment. You know, if you're in this for a short-term investment to do it here and there, then it's, again, it's a hobby, in my opinion. Um, I'm here for a long investment. I've been doing the leather craft for eight, nine months now after I shifted gears with the woodworking and you just got to show up. You got to understand that you got to set time aside. You know, you can't just expect it to show up because if you don't show up, it's not going to show up for you. You know, make some posts, make some videos. You know, if you're afraid of making videos, just make them. Don't be scared. They're going to probably suck at first. You know, unless you're, you know, used to making videos, you know, some type of production videos. But the average person, those videos might not be that great. But it's okay. Whatever your side hustle is, show people what you're wanting to make. Build a relationship with people. Truth That Travels is right. Everybody's nervous at first. But you build confidence. You you get to, I guess, you know, open up a little bit. The other thing is you do it long enough to build up that confidence in what you're talking about. You know, I get it. Like when I first started doing the videos... I was still learning and I'm still learning, but I was like, I was really like, I have no clue what, what I'm making, uh, with the leathers. And I watched a lot of videos. I did my research. I'm practicing and like, I'm growing my channel as I'm learning. Some people might already know the craft and they're like, okay, uh, now I'm going to make videos. So at least they are confident about what they're talking about. 
like at the very beginning, some of my videos when I'm talking about the tools, I'm like, yeah, I, I use I use this tool and I, I I use this tool because I was still learning how to use them. So if you're just starting your niche and you're learning as you're making videos, yeah, it's going to take a little bit to build up that confidence, that experience, so that you can tell people without a shadow of a doubt, it's like, hey, this leather, this wood, this type of metal, this type of chain, whatever, whatever you use, like with without a doubt, like you can tell people that hey, this is what you should buy. Because if you're going to be an influencer or just a content creator, you're eventually going to build up a following, and you build up a following because they trust you, because they like you. And if you're using stuff that you know is good quality and you can convey that to the people that are watching, you're going to build that audience. I think even faster being authentic to me is more important than just showing up and just spitting out content and saying, Hey, yo, this is what I use. Now there's some stuff that I've tried. There's some stuff that I didn't like. And most of the time I won't show it unless it's something that I think could help someone else avoid. If it is a tool that they, you know, other people rave about and you're like, you know, why, why do they think this is so great? Because honestly, I don't, well, I'm not being sponsored by anybody. I'm going to give my opinion. You know, um, the other thing is some leather crafters might be like, well, you need this tool, this tool, this tool to begin. Okay, well, my perspective, my suggestions might be a little bit different. And I can put a different spin on it, especially with me going through that beginning stages and as I grow, I know what tools you need. I know what tools you don't need. I know where to put your money and how to spend it. People that say that they don't have enough time usually have enough time. You've got to utilize every bit of it if you're wanting to grow your side hustle.